0: What's going on, guys? You are listening to the Lens Culture Photography Podcast, hosted by myself, Jonathan Pajak. And I just want to let you guys know the purpose of this podcast is to help all of you guys, photographers, videographers in this awesome industry grow your business. That is the main purpose here. If you want to access anything I reference in this episode, be sure to head down to the show notes of the episode for additional information. Enough talking. Let's get right into it what's up guys how is everybody doing in quarantine um i think this is the second episode i've done in quarantine and you know honestly i i recently also published a youtube video on this on this podcast guys so if you're more of a watcher um definitely head over to my youtube channel and you can kind of see some more visuals as far as like what i'm talking about today but i said it on the video and i'm gonna say it here too i have just been feeling very weird (laughs) i don't really know how to say it any better than that i don't want to say like Yes, unmotivated just with being basically like trapped inside, but also just weird in the aspect of, I don't know. It's just like, I don't feel motivated. I'm annoyed I can't like do normal life things like, you know, can't go to the gym. So I'm like working out in the garage and it's just like, I don't know. Life is just really, really interesting right now. And I I can just say from, in my opinion, I am so ready for this stuff to be done. So I am really working hard to kind of do my part to social distance, do all the things that the C D C is telling us to do that way obviously we can be done with this stuff as quick as possible. It's made me really quick tangent here, it's made me really think, like what is gonna be the new normal after this? Like I think people are gonna start to feel weird going to the gym and doing stuff that are in large crowds because social media is just pushed and pushed and pushed on us about about this. But let's get right into today's episode, guys. We are talking all about um audio today good quality audio why it's important why you should be focusing hard on capturing good quality audio and how it can literally just make or break not only the video of like what you deliver but also the quality of work that you that you deliver people can they can let go sometimes of like bad footage if the audio is amazing It's not really, it usually doesn't work in the inverse direction, unfortunately. If a video has horrible audio, people are usually going to hate that quicker than if it has like bad visuals. Um, But we're going to hop right into today, all the recorders that I'm using on the wedding day to capture really good quality audio and and basically why I love them. Um, So we're going to go from least, I don't want to say least important because they all have their own importance, Um, but basically I have everything laying on front of me right now in front of my desk and I'm just going to talk about them. So first things first. On the camera itself um, a lot of you guys are going to be relying on you know your internal microphones on your camera and that's not a bad option um, there is an auto gain feature on there, um, at least for the Sony cameras I think that the Canon cameras have it as well. I find it to be pretty unreliable sometimes. Um, for me, I just think sometimes I'm not getting nearly as good as audio as I think you could be with a, uh, a an additional mic to get like good scratch audio. Um, and what scratch audio is, is basically just like, let's say you're filming, you know, the brides getting ready or brides, the yeah, bride and bridesmaids getting ready. And there's just a, you know, a really good laughter in the room that you can use in the video or she's randomly talking about something to a bridesmaid. Like being able to capture that and possibly use that in the video could really, really be obviously useful. Um, with the camera microphone, it's basically capturing everything around you. So it's not really focusing in on one thing or one particular thing. So it's really hard to, you know, um, to zone in on that, that audio. So what I'm using on the wedding day is my my uh, video micro um, road mic and I freaking love this thing it's got the the nice really puffy dead cat thing it's it's definitely an intention thing I think people see it it's a contrasting color and they're like oh what is that thing on your camera but what it is is if you take the little foam thing off you get a mic that is can receive volume or um Um, a um, volume signal from every direction except for the one in in behind it so if you're pointing the camera whatever you're pointing at it's gonna get audio from that direction basically and also from the sides it just won't get it pick it up as as best as it would um, if it was like if you were talking to the back of the camera you know I see a lot of vloggers and stuff that will turn their you know their microphones around so that when they're like walking and talking it'll just be directly in front of their face which is obviously the best way to to capture audio Um, I think using a shotgun mic is very important because, like I said, it's just going to be a lot better of audio than your camera naturally would get. Um, I would say the only time I ever use, like, camera audio on a wedding day is maybe when they're coming back down the aisle and everybody's clapping just because, you know, it captures it pretty decently because it's coming from every single direction as you're tracking the couple. So, I don't know. That's really the only one I ever use just, like, my on-camera audio without, like, this Rode mic micro um microphone i can't speak today guys i apologize um but yeah so always having this on the gimbal off to the side you know with a longer um cable to plug into and make sure that i can balance it properly but definitely utilize this um when you're going on gimbals or even handheld just because you can get way better scratch audio obviously okay so let's move on to the on body mic so these are the microphones that i use on the bride the groom, and the officiant, and they are the Tascam dr 10 ls You'll see these all over YouTube. Pretty much everybody that switches to the Tascam DR system with the DR-10L um they, they love them. Um, they make them in a white and a black version. The white version has enabled me to be able to mic the bride. So I basically follow who is Matt Johnson's uh, method, kind of like his strategy with a little bit of tweaks on my end on how I mic the bride. So I have the white task MDR 10 L with a thigh belt. That's like a, for a, for a transmitter and it just works perfectly. You know, if you put a fresh battery in this thing and you have a fresh 32 gig SD card, it's going to record for two hours straight. Um, if she's getting ready, like, the only time I would say that I will turn it on and off is like, let's say she's getting ready at a hotel and they're doing like a first look with dad, like a hotel or something, or even like a um, first uh, first look at, with the groom at a hotel. And then they're driving like an hour, driving 30 minutes, then kind to unload the car, then 30 more minutes to the ceremony. In that case, I would turn it on for the first look turn it off turn it back on for the ceremony and then obviously just take it off when the ceremony's is done um, and I only am pointing this out just because obviously it's a little bit more difficult to to mic the bride than it is the groom but I definitely think you should be micing the bride um, if the quality of audio is just gonna be way better than pumping up the volumes from the officiant's mic or the groom's mic it's just closer to her mouth therefore better audio that's just how the nature of audio works honestly um, but the dr 10 l let me just tell you a few features I love about it one at the very top when you're plugging in the um, lavalier mic, and the lavaliers for these, I think by themselves are like 90 bucks. They have a really, really good windscreen, guys. So if you're ever interested in getting, um, you're worried about like the lavalier that comes, if you have a few extra bucks, even pick up the Tascam lavaliers. They're really, really good. Um, but it screws into the top, so I never have to worry about, like, the cord accidentally getting yanked out or something. Um, and that feature is a game changer. I, j- I just never have to worry about it, which is nice. In combination of that with the, you know, a fresh battery in it and a, and a decently sized um, SD card, you just never have to worry, and I think that's what I love about it so much. Is that it, it's such a carefree thing to do. Um, it has a auto gain feature setting, and this has never failed me when it comes to p- um, putting it on somebody. So basically, I just you know plug this in, put it on the auto gain. Sometimes, if I really want, if it's like a windy day, I might just automatically put it on the low. But I rarely am doing that. I'm really just trusting the auto gain feature, and it's always saved me. Uh, I would say one of the people's favorite, and it's also my favorite too, even though I don't really use it with this recorder specifically, is the negative 12 dB um, track that records underneath the original track. So it's a dual recorder. So let's say you're peaking at like negative 8. You're also going to get a track that is peaking at negative 20. So what that does is if like she randomly screams into the microphone or wind just picks up, that it, you can always resort to that negative 12 dB track and obviously, you know, maybe save what's being said or whatnot. Um, and this is a feature that is very, very popular with the D 10 ls Some other cool things within it, obviously, you can choose, like... Um, what battery type there is if you're using a rechargeable make sure you put that in there so it gives an accurate description you can change the um, file naming so it makes it really simple i have this one named bride so i know exactly what track is the bride's track as soon as i see the file name bride obviously um yeah so really really great feature you can actually uh, plug a pair of headphones into it and listen back to a track i never do just because i've been experienced with it and i trust it um But yeah, basically, that's pretty much everything with the dr 10 l guys. I have three of these, one white one for the bride, one black one for the groom, one black one for the officiant, and that's everybody I'm micing up um, during a ceremony and stuff like that. Um, Again, no differences with the white and black, just the color. Uh, The second thing, which is, it's funny, if if I had them in person right now and you could see them, you would see the resemblance. Um, Head over to YouTube if you want to see the resemblance, but the dr 10 x um, is my is my second um, recorder itself? Um, this recorder is the first thing I bought when I wanted to record speeches um, because you obviously can't re mic somebody up. You don't have the time at a reception to just micing people up with these DR10Ls. So you solely have to just come from the board of the DJ or the speaker or something like that. Now this recorder is basically the same exact thing as the DR10L. Um, except it plugs in XLR instead of a lavalier microphone. Um, it literally looks exact same. It has all the same features, auto gain, negative 12 dB track, single battery, like pretty much the same exact thing. I actually think that I would like this a little bit better if you could set the gain levels just because if you see how small this thing is compared to other recorders that are plugging XLR, um, you can't beat this thing. I actually record pretty much almost all of my podcasts on this, the dr 10 x um, and the quality is always amazing, in my opinion. I'm never sacrificing quality, guys. Um, you know, basically, for me, I have three pillars when it comes to choosing a recorder. I want to make sure that, A, the, the quality of the audio that's coming from it is amazing. Um, never sacrifice that. That is the key importance here. Um, the second thing, the easeability of use. I want to be able to plug my settings in at home when I'm in my office and I have a few minutes and I don't have to worry about it and just be done you know what i mean and be able to show up on the day turn it on maybe tweak one or two things and be good um the third thing is the size of the recorder um the size to me plays a huge deal and i don't ever want to be lugging around just ginormous pieces of gear um only if obviously if i'm gonna have to sacrifice quality of audio then i'm gonna i'm gonna lug it around that's just how it is so yeah, guys, that is the DR10L, the Tascam DR10X, and then also the Rode Video Micro. Um, the last one that I use pretty much every single wedding now, and I have literally fallen in love with this recorder since I purchased it um, on Amazon. I think about a year now, a year ago now, almost. Um, oh, one sec, I gotta sneeze. <coughs> Coronavirus. Sorry. Um, but um, this is the DR40x linear PCM recorder. Um, I actually upgraded to this from the DR10x because the one thing I don't like about the DR10x guys is the fact that sometimes you can't really set specific levels. You can just choose low, medium, high, um, and then like you can turn the low cut feature on. But with the DR40x, it's a full-fledged four channel recorder. Um, that you can set the levels on your own on, on your back end um, If you hold this thing in your hand, it's about the size I would say of like maybe a like almost like an iPhone but a lot thicker and basically There's two inputs for XLR and they also have a um, a Mic on top that you can utilize if you're like in a studio or something or just want to speak directly into it um, And what I usually do is I take XLR from the left channel into the speaker because I want to capture everything that's coming out of the speaker now I do this, but I also make sure to, like, if it's not a DJ I've worked with and I know how they work, I always reference them or just ask, like, hey, do you usually play, like, a piano or, like, some sort of instrumental behind, like, the the speeches? Because I've encountered that. And if they do, I have to plug directly into the receiver where the mic audio is running through because I don't want the, you know, piano track that's being played at the reception to have any influence on the music track that I choose for the editing um, of the film. And basically... I always am just kind of deciding where I'm going to plug this into. And usually it's the speaker. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. It's always a speaker just because with the speaker, I always want everything that comes out of the speaker. Um, and with this recorder, it does a few of the same features as the Tascam dr 10 ls do. You're still getting that negative 12 dB track. What you are getting a little bit more with this is the flexibility of choosing your line mic or mic plus phantom input. And then you're also obviously setting your levels. With it having two channels of imports, sometimes if I have time, I'm gonna plug two channels in there. I'm gonna plug one channel into the to the board and then the other channel into the speaker and record four total tracks, just in case, who knows, maybe the DJ overcranks something or something, whatever. Um and it just, you know, it I can get one better audio track from the, you know, the board rather than, you know, obviously the speaker. Um, Another really cool feature is right on the right side of this recorder. There's a little light on it that says peak. And from a quick glance, you can look over and see like, oh my gosh, I'm peaking. I need to turn it down and not have to like actually look at the screen and try to digest what's happening. Um, It's really, really awesome. The screen is great. You can kind of alter how long you want the backlight to stay on. The one annoying part I have about it is you have to double click the record button to actually record and you have to click it the one time for you to see where your levels are at and like test it. Um, but besides that, once you get used to it, you're good to go. Um, obviously the dual track is like a very popular one for winning filmmakers. Um, there's a lot of cool features within this. There's FX, there's the low cut limiter. Um, there's the, all of these have a feature, which I freaking love. Um, the 15 minute intervalometer. Yeah. So basically every 15 minutes it will cut off the track, still be recording and just create a new track so that you can obviously be really, really organized, um, Lastly guys, um, last thing here is just for audio, just make sure you always have a bunch of cables. Um, I Every time I go to a wedding and a DJ's like, yo, do you have this cable? Like, And I'm like, oh, no, I don't. So then I'm like jimmy rigging and gaff taping this to a speaker and having it on like input level one. Um, but literally every time I hear a DJ say a new cable, like a new thing that he may need, Um, I just buy it, five or six bucks. I have a bag of about eight cables now. So I mean, we're talking $50 and I'll never have to worry about an input that I won't have. Um, Really good tip there, guys. Just make sure you have all your cables. Primarily, I'm using XLR just because most newer mainstream speakers always will have an XLR out available. Um, And if not, uh, I would say my secondary most used is probably the quarter, um, a quarter in. But you know, honestly guys, with with using good quality recorders, you can literally boost your wedding films to the next level, and I always recommend that. You know, um, obviously, when you first start, you need your camera, you need your lenses, yeah, you maybe even need your lights first, but don't skip out on the recorders, guys. The quality of audio will literally be a game changer for you, but. How's everybody doing? Is everybody doing okay with quarantine? I I don't know if maybe I'm the only one losing my mind, but I'm trying to stay active as far as, like, you know, exercising, you know, working out in the garage. Me and my girlfriend will go play tennis pretty much daily at this point, Um, but, you know, sometimes that stuff can get old, and you just want to go see a movie or walk in the mall, and, you know, we can't do any of that right now, but... Hang in there, guys. I hope you have a great one. Um, Again, like I said, uploaded a YouTube channel or YouTube channel. Uh, I uploaded a YouTube channel. Uploaded a YouTube video on the same topic here. The link's in the description. And you can also find a link to all of the pieces of gear that I actually talked about in this episode. Talk to you guys next week. Peace out.